1: Good evening, everyone. For this Friday, October sixth, twenty twenty-three, World College Radio Day. I'm Victoria Wilburn,
2: and I'm Michaela Wheeler. Coming up this evening on News Center eighty-eight, Amazon has launched the first test satellites. All on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Samantha Riddle will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Nate Courtney will be in with the FM eighty-eight sports report. The current temperature outside is a partly cloudy seventy-five degrees.
1: Now. On to our top story. A Russian missile attack in Ukraine has killed a 10-year-old boy and his grandmother. The strike today in the northeastern city of Kharkiv came a day after a strike. In the same region killed at least 52 civilians in one of the deadliest attacks in the war in months. Associated press reporters saw emergency crews pulling the boy's body from the rubble of a building after the early morning attack. He was wearing pajamas with the Spider-Man design. A senior government official said, The strike also killed the boy's grandmother and wounded an 11-month-old child. A total of 30 people were wounded.
2: Family members of some of the victims of a deadly drone attack on the crowded military graduation ceremony that killed scores have gathered outside a military hospital in the central Syrian city of Oms to collect the bodies of their loved ones. Yesterday's strike on the OMS Military Academy was the deadliest in years, killing 89 people and wounding as many as 277. The death toll could rise as some of the wounded are in critical condition. Syria announced a three-day state of mourning starting today. The attack on the military graduation ceremony is likely to lead to a wave of violence in the country's northwest, where front lines have been relatively calm since March 2020.
1: Attorneys who've been defending My MyPillow chief executive and election denier Mike Lindell also defamation lawsuits by voting machine companies are seeking court permission to quit. They say he owes millions of dollars and can't pay the millions more that he'll owe going forward. Attorney Andrew Parker wrote in court documents, filed yesterday, that his firm can't afford to keep representing Lindell and My Pillow. It's the latest in a string of legal and financial setbacks for Lindell, who propagates former President Donald Trump's lies that the 2020 election was stolen. In a video posted yesterday night, Lindell acknowledged he's out of money but said he won't stop fighting.
2: Georgia State troopers who shot and killed an environmental activist at the site of a planned police and firefighter training center near Atlanta will not be charged. Mountain Judicial Circuit District Attorney George Christian said today that he found the troopers' use of deadly force against Manuel Payas Tehran, quote, objectively reasonable, unquote. The troopers were not wearing body cameras, and Payas Tehran's family and other activists have expressed skepticism from the start about law enforcement statements about the shooting. Brian Spears is an attorney for the late activist family. He expressed, quote, extreme disappointment, unquote, in Christian's report today.
1: Amazon has launched the first test satellites for its planned Internet Internet service. United Launch Alliance's Atlas rocket blasted off today from Cape Canaveral, Florida, with the two test satellites. The liftoff marked the second start of Amazon's goal to improve global broadband access with an eventual 3,236 satellites around Earth. Elon Musk's SpaceX has a head start over Amazon and its founder, Jeff Bezos, who has his own rocket company. SpaceX has already launched more than 5,000 of its internet satellites, known as Starlinks, using its own Falcon rockets.
2: Coming up, the death of a worker in an Ohio rail yard. That and more news from across the tri state when New Center radiate returns right after this.
0: Hey Mike, you sure you're alright to drive? Dude, I've only had 9 or 12 beers. The other night I crushed 18 and made it back to my apartment. At least to the porch. Man, I can't wait till graduation next week. We'll be through with college forever. You still plan on going to? Mike, Mike, you alright man? Mike had planned on spending the week after graduation at the beach. But he would spend it in the hospital. In a coma. Paralyzed. Man, I knew Mike was way too drunk to be driving. Sometimes, drinking and driving may not sound like a bad idea, but think before you drink, unless the ER is where you would like to spend your time. Don't drink and drive, and don't let your friends drink and drive either. This message is a public service announcement brought to you by your friends at 88.1 WMUL Huntington.
1: Lord, I feel like I'm dying. Welcome back. Welcome back to news Center 88. Voted best spot news reporting by the Virginia's Associated Press. Excuse me. I'm Victoria Wilburn.
2: And I'm Michaela Wheeler. After two years of receiving federal subsidies, two thousand twenty me 220,000 child care programs across the country lost funding, part of the largest investment in child care in U.S. history. The monthly payments range from hundreds to tens of thousands of dollars. The funding that ended Saturday was meant to stabilize the industry during the COVID-19 pandemic. Providers say ending it puts at risk millions of children and their families. The Foundation, a progressive think tank in Washington, D.C., analyzed a provider survey and government data. It concluded that half of all providers are threatened in Arkansas, Montana, Utah, Virginia, West Virginia, and Washington, D.C.
1: Former President Donald Trump has endorsed Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio to succeed Kevin McCarthy as House Speaker. Trump says Jordan was a star long before making his journey to Washington, D.C., representing Ohio's fourth congressional district. Trump wrote on his Truth Social site early Friday, the Republican congressman, quote, will be a great speaker of the House, unquote, and has his, quote, complete and total endorsement, unquote. Jordan is the House Judiciary Committee chairman and a longtime Trump defender. Trump had earlier said he would be open to serving as interim leader if Republicans couldn't settle on a successor following McCarthy's stunning ouster.
2: Many states are shifting their approach to sex education in K-12 through schools with stricter regulations on when and what students learn about their bodies. It's a move that has further complicated and polarized sex education. A dozen state or county agencies recently parted ways with federal grants that help monitor teenagers' sexual behaviors and lower rates of STDs. Several states have pushed back the grade level at which sex education begins. Experts say they are concerned students won't reliably learn about adolescence, safe sexual activity, or relationship violence.
1: Most of the reaction to the death of a real Worker, who mistakenly stepped in front of two CSX locomotives last month, has focused on whether the 19-year veteran should have seen the train coming. Rail unions say more attention should be put on the actions of a worker who was using a remote control to operate those locomotives, but who could hardly see the front of them. The head of the Brotherhood of Railway, Rail, Railway Carmen Union questions why locomotives don't have the same kind of automated warning system, similar to the kind of backup warnings nearly every new car has. CSX doesn't plan to change its remote control operations because the railroad says the operator involved in this incident was following all the rules.
2: Coming up next, a massive health care strike. That and more news from around the nation when NewsCenter 88 returns. Stay with us.
0: Neighbors,
1: <laughs> uh, am I right?
0: If you're like me, you've got thin walls and even thinner patience. What can you do for a moment's peace? Well, you can mask out the noise with WMUL 88.1 FM. Oh, sounds like old neighbor Marty's throwing dishes again. Why don't I turn on and tune in my radio to 88.1 FM? Ah, much better. WMUL 88.1 FM, the perfect solution for masking out noisy neighbors. Here are three reasons why you should check out WMUL's website. One, with our Windows Media
2: Server, our station can be heard around the world. You can listen to audio archives of sporting events and other original shows. Three, with our online schedule, you never have to guess when your favorite show or music format airs again.
3: www.marshall.edu slash
2: WMUL.
4: Your place in cyberspace.
1: Imagine a friend has just told you they were diagnosed with a mental illness. What would you do? Awkward, isn't it? But what's even more awkward is if you're not there for them, they'll be less likely to recover. Mental illness. What a difference a friend makes. To learn more, go to whatadifference.org. This message is brought to you by the Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best radio news reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists, Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm Victoria Wilburn.
2: And I'm Michaela Wheeler. The United Auto Workers Union says it will not expand its strikes against Detroit's three automakers after General Motors made a breakthrough concession on unionizing electric vehicle battery plants. Union President Sean Fain told workers in a video appearance today that additional plants could be added later. The delay came shortly after GM agreed to bring electric vehicle battery plants into the UAW's national contract, essentially assuring that they will be unionized. Thane said GM's move will change the future of the union and the auto industry.
1: A New York appeals judge has declined to halt Donald Trump's civil fraud trial. The ruling came today, five days into the closely watched trial. The former president asked to postpone it while he fights a pretrial ruling that could strip him of control of such assets as Trump Tower. The appeals judge agreed that control over the holdings will stay as is for now. Trump is being sued by New York Attorney General Letitia James. Her Her office said the trial should continue.
2: Wall Street rallied in a whipsaw today after looking deeper into the nuances of a surprisingly strong report on the U.S. job market. The S&P 500 rose 1.2 percent after erasing an earlier drop of 0.9 percent. The Dow added 288 points and the Nasdaq composite flipped to a gain of 1.6 percent. Stocks initially tumbled after the strong jobs report raised worries about upward pressure on inflation and the Federal Reserve keeping interest rates high. But Treasury yields parred their gains as the report also included some more encouraging nuggets for the Fed's inflation fighters.
1: A massive health care strike over wages and staff shortage is heading into its final day without a deal between industry giant Kaiser Permanente and the unions representing the 75,000 workers who picketed this week. The three-day strike will officially end on Saturday morning. Workers are scheduled to return to their jobs in Kaiser's hospitals and clinics that serve nearly 13 million Americans. The two sides did not have any bargaining sessions scheduled after concluding their talks midday Wednesday. Union officials and Kaiser representatives say they both want an agreement.
2: Johns Hopkins trauma surgeon Dr. Joseph Sacron relied on a unique combination of training and personal experience this week when a shooting left five people injured on the campus of Morgan State University in Baltimore. Sacron was shot in the throat when a fight broke out at a 1994 high school football game. He now works as a physician and a gun violence prevention advocate. Sakron said that while the circumstances of the shooting have garnered national attention this week, the daily drumbeat of Baltimore gun violence exacts a far greater toll. He called on political leaders to address the problem through violence prevention policies.
1: Coming up next, security questions swirl at the Wisconsin Capitol. Your daily political update when NewsCenter 88 returns right after this.
0: You okay? Yeah, I'm just allergic to all these irritating radio stations.
2: If you are being slowed down daily by drab radio stations, ask your doctor about taking WMUL. WMUL works by sending a stream of exciting news and sports coverage to the brain while taking out all the commercials slowing you down.
3: Oh, much better. Thank you, WMUL. Side effects include but are not limited to
2: exciting bouts of metal, jazz blues, alternative hip-hop, gospel rock, and more. A deficiency in commercials and an intense feeling of personal satisfaction and joy.
4: Do not take WMUL if you hate happiness. I don't hate happiness. Ask your doctor about taking WMUL-FM 88.1. Hi, this is John Bon Jovi, asking you to go to serve.gov to get involved in something you believe in. I'm a big believer in the power of we. We We can tackle the tough challenges we face and build community through service and volunteering. United we stand. United we serve. Are you with me? Go to serve.gov for more information about how to volunteer in your community. This message is brought to you by United We Serve and the Corporation for National and Community Service.
0: Hey, Patrick, what's up?
2: Hey, Michael, what's up
0: with you? Uh, why does your voice sound like that? I know it's awesome. I sound like a robot. You sound like T-Pain or Kanye. Yeah, that's the idea. Well, if you like the sound of those rappers, just tune in to 88.1 and listen to the new and old hip-hop hits. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Your voice is stuck like that, isn't it?
4: Yeah,
1: kinda. You moron. For the very best hip-hop, tune into 88.1 WMUL-FM. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Victoria Wilburn
2: and I'm Michaela Wheeler. A Colorado funeral homeowner where 115 decaying bodies were found tried to conceal the improper storage of corpses and claimed he was doing taxidermy according to a suspension letter sent to him by state regulators. The facility in the small Colorado town of Penrose has also been unregistered for 10 months after the owner for Return to Nature Funeral Home let it expire in November 2022. Authorities are investigating the funeral home that performed green burials without embalming chemicals or metal caskets after receiving reports from neighbors of putrid smells. On Wednesday, owner John Halford spoke by phone with the state regulator, acknowledging that he had a, quote, problem, unquote, at the property, according to the document, which doesn't explain what he meant.
1: Imprisoned activist Narjas Mohammadi has won the Nobel Peace Prize. She has campaigned for women's rights, democracy, and against the death penalty in Iran for years. The 51-year-old has kept her activism despite numerous arrests. She has remained a leading light for nationwide women-led protests sparked by the death last year of a 22-year-old woman in police custody. Those demonstrations grew into one of the most intense challenges Ever to Iran's theocratic government, the chair of the Norwegian Nobel Committee announced the prize today in Oslo. She said it was a recognition of the work of a whole movement in Iran. Mohammadi is the 19th woman to win the Nobel Peace Prize and the second Iranian woman.
2: An unforeseen burst of hiring last month has lifted hopes that the economy will prove durable once again, even as an array of threats lie ahead. Businesses across the U.S. economy ramped up their hiring in September, defying surging interest rates, financial market turmoil, the ongoing threat of a government shutdown, and an uncertain outlook to add the most jobs in any month since January. The hiring binge confounded expectations for a slowdown and added one more layer of complexity to the Federal Reserve's high-wire effort to defeat inflation without causing a recession. The 336,000 jobs that were added in September raised the average gain for the past three months to a robust 266,000.
1: Wisconsin's Capitol building is one of the most open in the country, which made it easy for a man to walk in this week with a loaded handgun in search of the Democratic governor. The man was arrested for illegally opening openly carrying a weapon, then posted bail and returned outside the Capitol at night with an AK-style rifle. He was placed in protective custody. As of today, no charges had been filed. The episode is putting a spotlight on security at the Wisconsin Capitol. The building has its own police force, but isn't protected by metal detectors. Concealed weapons are allowed inside, but weapons cannot be openly carried.
2: Newly released police body camera video shows the arrest of Dwayne Kefe D. Davis on suspicion of murder in the 1996 shooting of Tupac Shakar off the Las Vegas Strip. Davis was walking near his home in a residential area outside Las Vegas when Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department officers approached to arrest him. Later, while in a police vehicle, someone asked why he was being arrested. Davis replied, quote, biggest case in Las Vegas history, unquote. He later added, quote, September 7th, 1996, unquote. Authorities allege that Davis orchestrated the killing and provided the gun. His first court appearance was cut short when he asked the judge for a postponement while he retains counsel.
1: And coming up, Samantha Riddle will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast and Nate Courtney will be in with the FM 88 Sports Report. Stay with us.
4: Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America.
0: The worldwide leader of Marshall University sports coverage.
4: Welcome back into the Soul Ballroom at the Convention Center in Riviera Maya, Mexico. WMUL welcomes you to the mountain town of Blacksburg, Virginia. We are high up here at the Gund Arena in Cleveland, Ohio, It's the 2005 Kraft Mac Women's Basketball Tournament. Welcome back to Firestone Stadium in Akron, Ohio, the 2005.
0: And on to the first inning, no score here at Appalachian Power Park, Marshall. WMUL FM. Huntington. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Samantha Riddle and it is now time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently outside of the WMUL studios, it is a partly cloudy 75 degrees. Tonight we will dip down into the upper 40s with scattered showers expected, so make sure to grab a warm jacket and an umbrella if you are heading out tonight. Tomorrow, we will see highs around 61 with lows near 41, making it cooler than today. As we look towards this weekend, Sunday, we'll see highs of 61 and lows of 46 and Monday with highs of 62 and some rain expected and the lows near 44. Today in weather history, on this day in 1988, cool Canadian air prevailed across the central and eastern U.S. Toledo, Ohio reported a record low of 27 degrees. Limestone, Maine received an inch of snow. Warmer, warm weather continued in the west, western U.S. Boise, Idaho reported a record high of 87 degrees. Thank you to weather4u.com for that information. And that does it for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently outside of the WMUL studios, it is a partly cloudy 75 degrees. For New Center 88, I'm Samantha Riddle.
1: Thanks, Samantha. Now Nate Courtney joins us with the FM 88 Sports Report.
3: Thanks, Victoria. Now on to Marshall Athletics. The Thundering Herd football team is on the road this weekend as they travel to Raleigh, North Carolina to take on another ACC opponent as they take on the North Carolina State Wolfpack at Carter-Finley Stadium. This will be the sixth all-time matchup between the two teams, with NC State leading the series 5 to nothing. The last time these teams played one another was here in Huntington back in 2018 and saw NC State win that game 37-20. The game is going to be broadcast on the CW, making this the first time a Herd game will be on the channel. Kickoff is scheduled for 2 p.m. The, herd, the Thundering Herd volleyball team is set for more Sunbelt action this weekend as they take on the Troy Trojans in a home series that starts tonight. The Herd have gone 10-8 and 8 on the season thus far and 2-2 and in conference play, splitting the series with Old Dominion two weeks ago at home and then last weekend while on the road against Georgia State. Its marks and kills and assists lead the Sunbelt. The Herd looks to have a different result going against Troy this time as it lost both matches to the Trojans last season. Tonight's match starts at 6 p.m. and tomorrow's match starts at 2 p.m. Today, Marshall Softball begins its first of two back-to-back games for the first time in its fall schedule. As FM88 Sports' Sean Kelly reports, the change in schedule will provide new tests for the team.
4: This week in Marshall softball is busier than most, as the team will host three events, two of which being games, by the end of this week. Starting off the week, this past Sunday, Marshall Softball hosted its inaugural Home Run Derby fundraiser, and head coach Morgan Zirkel is pleased with its success.
2: Yeah, I thought the first Home Run Derby here was awesome. We had a really great crowd come out to support the team and cheer them on. To see the little kids shagging over the fence in the outfield was cool. So it was a great day for our team to have that and see the support from fans, and whether it was support in the stands or the giving that we receive online, it was awesome to
1: have.
4: The action continues today and tomorrow as the team hosts the University of Pikeville Bears and the West Virginia State Yellowjackets, respectively. For the first time in this fall schedule, Marshall plays on back-to-back days, and even if the goals have not changed for Zirkle, this weekend will prove to be a new challenge for the Thundering Herd rotation.
2: I think it'll be good to see our pitchers pitch back-to-back days. We've pitched some inner squad and then took a day off and pitched, but we haven't seen them pitch back-to-back days, so that'll be good to see, get a few more innings in. So really just see how our team can maintain focus and make adjustments from inning to inning and day to day, and it's family weekend, so see them ball out in front of their family will be nice.
4: However, the challenges do not just lie within the circle as senior shortstop Sydney Bickle mentioned how the team's building of stamina throughout the season works to an advantage this weekend and beyond. I think building
2: energy is one of the things we've been working on also in the weight room with back-to-back games. It's also fun working with your teammates and kind of building that chemistry to rely on one another on the field even though we're all tired we're all kind of working towards winning for the spring season.
4: With that, Bickle seeks to focus on communication between her and the rest of her team in these next two Games
2: Definitely working behind my pitchers, trying to communicate with all of my teammates, knowing their strengths, their weaknesses, so when it comes to spring, we can kind of fix those things quickly. Offensively, I feel like our team is a very versatile team. I think we just need to keep trusting the process and keep working towards another for the spring season.
4: Today's game from Dot Hicks Field is already in progress, and tomorrow's game versus the West Virginia State Yellow Jackets will begin at noon. For FM88 Sports, I'm Sean Kelly
3: now on to some news from around the sports world fearsome chicago bears middle linebacker dick butkus has died at 80. the team said in a statement that he died thursday citing his family the team said butkus died in the sleep at home in malibu california butkus was a hall of famer whose bone rattling tackles made him one of the most intimidating players in nfl history he was the quintessential modern linebacker a disruptive force who roamed sideline to sideline and left a trail of broken opponents behind Despite a short career in which he retired at 31, Buckhiss came to define his position. He later acted in movies, TV shows, and commercials. Adam Wainwright's playing days are over, but the former St. Louis Cardinals pitcher isn't exactly taking it easy in retirement. Next up for Wainwright is the Fox Forts booth for, all, for the AL Division Series between the Twins and Astros that begins on Saturday in Houston. He will be alongside play-by-play man Adam Amin and analyst A.J. Pruszynski for the third time after they also worked together in the playoffs in 2020 and 2021. Wainwright also is looking after a new puppy named Louie and working on his country music. This concludes the FM88 Sports Report. For FM88 Sports, I'm Nate Courtney.
1: Thanks, Nate and Sean. Coming up... Ill gotten erectile drugs in sprawling Florida retirement community. Stay with us to find out more right after this on News Center 88.
2: But, Mom, don't but Mom me. You heard what the doctor said. I'm fine. I just got my bell rung. It's not like I blacked out. You've had headaches, dizzy spells, and you're just not yourself. That's not feeling fine. Come on. I can't miss the game. It's still serious even if you didn't black out. It's better to miss one game than the whole season.
1: All concussions are serious. Know
2: the warning signs and never let your child return to play before a health professional says it's okay. A message from CDC. And finally today on News Center 88... Federal authorities have arrested a 77-year-old man for allegedly buying more than $1,800 in erectile dysfunction drugs without a prescription and intending to sell them in the massive Central Florida retirement community, The Villages, and elsewhere. The man was arrested last month in The Villages, where he lives alongside nearly 80,000 full-time residents, which was featured in the 2020 documentary, Some Kind of Heaven. The defendant has pleaded not guilty to the misdemeanor charge and agreed to have his case heard before a magistrate judge instead of a jury. If convicted, he faces up to a year in federal prison and a fine of up to
1: $10,000. And that does it. For this edition of New Center 88, tune in next week at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the tri-state area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu WMUL. For Michaela Wheeler, Samantha Riddle, David Atkins, Nate Courtney, Sean Kelly, and for the entire New Center 88 team, I'm Victoria Wilburn, and your thought of the day is... I have listened to college radio quite a lot. I have never went to college. So actually, the college radio station is sort of like the closest I got to some kind of college experience. Andrew
3: W.K.